Happy Monday. Welcome in. TriStar Sports Live presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP Plant alongside Wes Duncan and the Creech Man. It is Kevin Creech, AD at Columbia Central, for his regular Monday visits. Gentlemen, good evening. Happy Monday to you. Creech, how you doing? Happy Monday. I'm doing great. Yeah. Wes? Yes, sir. How are you, my friend? Hey, if I if I was any happier, there'd be two of me, JP. Uh, I'm doing great. A little bit cold on a Monday, I mean, but it's supposed to warm up. Uh, been a great, great sports weekend. Oh, you leave the door open for so many. Um, oh, come on uh, now. <laughs> I, I, I do, but hey, here's the thing. And that's why we you love you, Wes. <laughs> you should feel honored that, that I'm even here with you, JP. Uh, yeah, yes. No, I am I am deeply honored and glad you are with us. Um, yeah. yeah, you know what? Uh, you said it accurately, a big weekend of sports, especially uh, in our little area of the world. Of course, uh, Summit Spartans, a state championship, Class 5A, Friday night. Uh, we'll talk with uh, their head coach, Brian Coleman, coming up in about uh, eight minutes from now uh, to top uh, segment two. So stay tuned if you want to hear from the head coach himself, the state champion head coach. Uh, so stay tuned for that to come it up in just a little bit. Uh, a little college football over the weekend as well. And uh, the NFL, uh, the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Browns are good team. That, JP, Bra- hey, the Browns oh, are a good football team. Man, I called that. I said the Titans yeah. are going to win against the Colts. Big playoff or not playoff, but big road win. Mm-hmm. They're going to fall flat on their face. Browns are good. They are, but yeah. JP, come on. Come on I, I, you, you see their record? Uh, yeah, they you are. See what their they record? Are. Nine and three. They are. You tell you tell me that's not good, Wes. Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm saying look. We knew – I mean, we made Baker Mayfield look like an NFL MVP. But, I mean, number one on. pick. Dude, dude ought to look like an MVP. It was the number one pick. It's the Browns. Uh, hey, it's, it's a new Browns. It's not your daddy's Browns. That's right. Well, actually, our dads saw the Browns. Actually, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's back it to our daddy's Browns. It is our daddy's Browns. It's JP, not, it's not our think, older cousin's Browns. No. Yeah. Go ahead, Wes. <laughs> JP, I could, I could throw for 300 against the Titans secondary. Uh, the way they looked yesterday, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, I'm, It was rough. I'm, we need – we really do. And I'm going to throw this out here, and you're probably going to think I'm crazy. I already think but, that, but go ahead. Right. But Mike Brabel has not named a defensive coordinator all year long. Okay? We yep. don't have one. we got a bunch of guys that coach – Formerly defensive co- coaches on the team on this uh, coaching staff, yep. you've got a proven winner as a defensive coordinator that just got let go with the Lions, Matt Patricia. I would be on the phone right now saying, "Hey, we need you." Vrabel knows him; he's a wonderful defensive coach. Wes, you know uh, that's not the first time that statement has been said, not only on these airwaves but on these airwaves today. Earlier today, oh. yep, Chris Yao, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays 9 to 11, by the way. Check it out, he and Mo Patton. Uh, he mentioned that, very same thing. Well, you know what? Patricia, It'd be yeah. different. I, I haven't talked to Chris all day. Uh, but, oh. it, hey, <laughs> great minds think alike, I That's guess. Right. I guess so. We'll, we'll take that. Um, all right, uh, before we uh, move further, do you want to get into uh, what see what's happening with Columbia Central and uh, the world of athletics. Um, 
as uh, we are full on into winter sports. Uh, how are things going with um, getting um, getting games scheduled? You know, getting to the games, um, getting to the tip off to uh, you know anything else that's going on right now. Creech, I imagine is. Uh, the uh, biggest challenge right now for extremely uh, challenging yeah. extremely i mean we had basketball playing ensworth up until about probably two o'clock the other day with boys basketball and we got the text message hey boys aren't going girls mm-hmm. are and it's because their team had uh, an outbreak of covid and for precautionary reasons we totally understand and we appreciate ensworth being honest and up front with us on that but um whereas whereas in football we took it week to week it seems with basketball you're taking it either half day by half day or hour by hour. Like you're thinking you're going to get there until that team gets on the bus to start heading your way. You're not too sure. And it's frustrating for the coaches. Uh, They get it. They've seen what football had to go through. So they've been prepared for it. And I think the biggest challenge is once they lose that game, who do they find? Mm -hmm. Because there is somebody else that probably lost the game, but how does that match up? What kind of classification are they? Do you really want to travel an hour and a half? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Well, the girls can play, but the boys can't because now all of a sudden the girls go on uh, COVID quarantine. So it, it it's getting a little messy. Um, right As of right now, we don't have a game scheduled. We're trying to schedule a game for Friday. Um, I'm not sure if Coach Campbell and Coach Bug have finalized that, so I'll just keep that uh, opponent under my hat for right now. But, um, yeah, it's it Sounds it's like difficult. it's a salty opponent. It, I, I don't – you don't have to give it away, but I mean, yeah. I mean, they're looking. Yeah. And I'll be honest with That's you, that's good. It's, it, it, yeah, I don't. It's well, it's not a local team. I do know that. Okay. Uh, it was somebody that is up in the uh, metro area, which okay. they're looking for games too. Yeah, I mean, everybody's looking everybody's for games. Looking. It's, it's amazing. Everyone's looking for games, but nobody can play each other. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm curious, as an AD, what type of uh, outlets are out there for you to communicate with other ADs and coaches to try to find this? Is, is there anything out there that supports? This effort, because this is obviously something new. Uh, there, it is something new. I think the, one of the biggest things that uh, we could use at our disposal is probably the uh, coach T chat rooms, which is probably not the best way to do it. But um, because we've never I, football, I didn't have this problem. We didn't have this problem in football. Like for me, Mr. Wilson, as being the basketball athletics director, he's facing a new challenge because they're supposed to play two or three games a week. You know, boom, boom, boom. So I would think that the chat rooms on the coach T, um, also just emailing. Uh, emailing, having conversations with local athletic directors. I know I'd be con- constantly talking to um, uh, John Farmer up in Spring Hill just because he was he was football AD and we were working on those kind of things together. So if it was basketball season, I would be networking with him, other athletic directors that I, in the area just because you play so often, you might get that phone call at 8 o'clock in the morning going, hey, where's your basketball coach? I need to talk to him. Uh, Chris Yao, by the way, is uh, from Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, has actually joined us. He is uh, in the building. Uh, Chris, you have a question. You know, something no, prompted I, you, or what, what do you got? Well, I can tell you how most of these coaches, the basketball coaches are dealing with is You through, can answer my question, I guess, right? It's yeah. through BCAT, uh, Basketball Coaches Association. Are you familiar with this? No, I'm not. It's I the know Basketball the... Coaches Association of Tennessee. Oh, great, great. So they actually have a they, – they, there's a there's a group text among a lot of Middle Tennessee coaches. There are, you know, they're on Twitter and on their Facebook and on their their website. You know, so and so needs a game for these dates. So and so needs a game for these dates, and you can pretty much match them up. So so right now, the Basketball Coaches Association of Tennessee is the most, I guess, used platform for the to time find being. Coach, yeah, yeah to, to find games for now. Um, 
you know, I guess people are being innovative, trying to find whatever they can. Absolutely. If, yeah. if you're, if you really want to play, there's where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe, uh, as Chris pointed out, Twitter was one of the options that the coaches have been using. And I know Coach Campbell said yeah, he's been seeing some coaches on Twitter yeah. going back and forth, uh, saying we'll play, we'll play. And he says it's funny because no one's picking those guys. Up. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But no, I, I think. Uh, coaches always have to take care of their own schedule and athletic directors will do the best we can to support them in that endeavor. So we need, we need a COVID portal. Oh my gosh. That yes. Would, yes, we really do. That would have been fantastic. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, who, who could who have, have thought? foreseen yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In March, we're like, ah, I'll be over by yeah. June. We'll be fine. It's, it's, it's fearful of warm weather. <laughs> Wes, why didn't you think of this? Hey, I'm just glad we hadn't said the word fluid yet. Oh, I'm that's my word. Wes. That. We that just, and COVID, we, we just I will did. be fine if I never hear it again. Oh, it's it's still it's still going to be around. Um, oh, it is. I mean, but I mean, kudos to you know the TWSAA and 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 what a great job all these coaches and athletic directors. I mean, people in the outside community they don't understand the stress of having to pick up games, make sure that kids can play, make sure everything's safe. I mean. I don't think we say a good job to all these guys or what they're doing all the time. I mean, it's fantastic. Yes, uh, kudos. It's it's been a year unlike any other, probably unlike any other that we'll see. Maybe hopefully, maybe in our lifetime. Uh, but oh, I don't want to live through this again. Yeah, um, uh, Chris, since you're sitting there with the mic, you you talk to Coach Coleman, and we, uh, we'll talk to him actually coming up here in just a moment on the other side of the break. But uh, in your article on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, you had asked him about uh, should there be an asterisk, right? Yes, absolutely. I said, you know, should they put an asterisk on this season? He said, absolutely, because this is the toughest season I've ever had as a football coach, and this this one's extra special. Yeah. So if if they do, it should be because it was tougher to How win, difficult. not easier. That's right. How difficult. All right, uh, we will uh, we will chat with uh, the aforementioned coach Brian Coleman, Summit Spartans uh, head football coach, and now state champion. We'll do that on the other side of this break. JP Creech, special guest, Yao, has stopped by. You never know who's hanging around the office here. Wes is on the phone as well. Stay with us. TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales returns after this. I'm Maurice Patton, joined by Chris Yao. We are Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, and we are coming to you live weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. with the most in-depth coverage of local high school sports and more. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. That's right. If you want to hear our takes on the Titans, college football, local college sports, and anything else involving pop culture on Top 5 Tuesday or Wild and Wacky Wednesday, this is your spot. Again, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today from 9 to 11 weekdays on 101.7 FM WKOM. Twenty-four carats. Uh, the gold ball is at Summit High School in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Five A state champs, Blue Cross Bowl champions from Friday night, twenty-eight-seven win over Oak Ridge. And joining us now, the victorious head coach Brian Coleman 
on the line. Coach Coleman, first of all, congrats. Um, and uh, we were just talking with uh, uh, Yao and uh, the interview we had with you. asked you about the asterisk. And you said, yeah, man, there should be an asterisk because it was so damn hard. Um, <laughs> and and I, I can't imagine. But uh, uh, congrats to your team. And uh, I know you worked extremely hard to, just to keep your team and football community together so you could get out on the field. And it paid off because you were able to win it on the field, yeah. and uh, and you brought that goal ball uh, back to Spring Hill. Well, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Epley and, and Rogers and those guys and y'all broadcasting. It really uh, – I mean, it, it really got across to everybody, I think. Uh, even if they couldn't come to the game, y'all broadcasted. I really appreciate that. And, yeah, like I was telling you, yeah, man, it's <laughs> – what a tough year. I mean, we can break it down. We can go from June all the way to, to now, how, you know, how ups and downs and how tough it was. And, you know, just didn't know if you're going to play, who you're going to play, and then you know, out for so long, and then starting the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, it was just it's tough, and I mean, but we're we're very thankful. We're we're happy. Just still kind of on a little high right now. Just our feet on hadn't hit the ground yet. I don't believe. When those final seconds ticked off Friday night at uh, Tucker Stadium in Tennessee Tech, uh, was it relief or jubilation for you personally? Ah, uh, relief. Yeah, I mean. I think it was relief, and I mean I'm proud of the guys. I mean, but just a relief because they fought their tails off to get back, and and as a coaching staff, we didn't want to. We just wanted to put them in position to win it. You know what I mean? To, you know, uh, not to get there again and get the silver ball again. So that I mean, this whole week, that whole week was a lot of pressure. I, I felt just because uh, we wanted it so much for the kids. You know, you know they want it, but we want them to experience. We want it so bad for them just because we love them so much. Yeah, and, and you know, once once they're out there and, and, and once they get the play and there's nothing more you can do, it's up to them, right? That's very true. Yeah, you try <laughs> to prepare them all week. That was the biggest thing. Yeah, get them prepared. And we felt really good about it, man. I mean, after the Henry County game, it was, a, it was a huge game, big big win. But, you know, they celebrated for about a minute, and then it was like, okay, normal. I mean, yeah. it's just like, oh, okay, we're good. And let's move on. Uh, and all week, great practice. It just felt different. I mean, the ride over there had a great send-off, you know, so many people to thank the cheerleading sponsor, Miss Lamb, uh, you know, the administration, uh, the cheerleaders, just a great send off. You talking the smoke machine and we had people from the community there, you know, friends and family there, uh, to send them to send the guys off and uh and, and they deserve that. And once they got on that bus, quiet, dead silence. And I just felt like they just they just wanted it and they just were were hungry for it and and, and knew what it was gonna to take to win it. Well, that mentality is something that you've consciously tried to instill in them. Uh, I, I, it may have been you on these airwaves with me. I know we've talked quite frequently throughout the season, but the the idea of going to Henry County and and not treating it just like a regular road game, not worrying about the atmosphere, not saying, "Hey, when you get there, don't worry about it." It, it just it's just a business trip, and and it appeared that that was the case that they they bought in a hundred percent to that mentality. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and I think being in Cookville last year helped that, uh, helped their mentality. And, and boy, I tell you what, if you're, if you're going to, I mean, I don't brag on ourselves much, but if you're going to beat, beat there, Henry County there, you've accomplished something because those two places are hard to play against very, very good teams, very good teams. I mean, Henry County, that was the wildest thing I've ever been in. They got bells, whistles. <laughs> they make a two-yard gain, and they're like they won the Degum Super. They got so many train whistles. So much going on. The crowd is right there against you. They're yelling at our kids. They're halftime warming up. It was just wild. So very happy to get out of there with a win and then 
you know, just didn't want the up and down, didn't want the up of Henry County to bring us down in the state championship game, and the kids did an excellent job with that for sure. Yeah, it's almost like uh, stepping onto that turf in, uh, at Tucker Stadium was was a, a cakewalk compared to the previous two venues uh, you had played in. Uh, I'm curious, uh, did you ever get an explanation uh, about all of those penalties uh, in that game? Was, was there something that you had done all season long and maybe these officials just hadn't seen that? Uh, did you get any kind of uh, conversation about uh, what the issue was? Most definitely. Here's here's what we do, and I'll try to explain it. You have to visualize this. So. <laughs> okay. uh, our, our, our offensive line starts in a preset where their elbows are kind of on their knees. That's the way they can look around at the defense and kind of point around and, and look and get their and get their blocking assignments down pat. Well, then Destin says down, so they put their hands down. Well, then if we have motion coming, Destin does his arm and brings that motion. So you've got to wait like a one Mississippi. So that's what we do. Destin says down and sends like a Zach Switzer in motion. They wanted more than a one-second pause. Uh, they wanted a bigger pause between the two. But, I mean, I'm telling you, we've done this for, what, 14 games or how many games we play. We've done this all season long. That's just what we do. That's the rhythm that we get in. Uh, they just wanted a longer time, so they called it illegal shift. That's not an illegal shift because you've got that one second. So, uh, I mean, and it was an argument I wasn't winning, and it was hard to readjust, I mean, because you get, you get in the habit. You form that habit because we've done it. Millions of times, you know what I mean? And Destin's done it millions of times. So uh, so that was the illegal shift. They just wanted more time. And we tried to adjust to it uh, a little bit in the second half. And I think we did a little bit. That was one of the main penalties. And there were some other, like, ticky-tack things that uh, that they were, you know, even against Oak Ridge. I mean, and then there's other stuff that they wasn't calling. If you get outside of that box, they can't take out your pullers. And they were taking out our guards' knees, which is totally – Wrong. I mean, it's bad because you're going to hurt the kids' knees. So uh, we finally got that call in the second half because you can chop block on the defense. And I warned them before the game, and I was like, people have been doing this to us. It's not legal. And they finally called in the second half. So, I mean, it's just – I'm just upset about it because it ruined a really, really good game or almost ruined a really, really good game for people to watch. I mean, they didn't want to see all those flags. I mean, we don't – you know, definitely we don't want to see them either. We want the game to be enjoyable for people back home or, or anywhere. So – uh and, you know, it's just tough. I mean, it's something we can't control. And I and I thought our guys did good, man. So, a lot of the times, you know, we were first and 15 or second long, and, and, and we converted. A lot of the times we converted, which is a good thing. They didn't lose their mind or, or, or you know, you know, get behind or anything like that or get upset. They just, uh, you know, clicked right along. Brian Coleman, our uh, guest. Uh, uh, yeah, Wes, and, and I, I was just about to transition. Wes, you can tell that uh, Coach Coleman's been uh, – he's been holding that in. He's been waiting for an outlet to get that message out. Hey, hey, but I do want to say, Coach, before – I can't get five, Dan. No, no, you're fine. But, Wes, before you, before, uh, you ask a question, Coach, I do want to say that it uh, – kudos to, to your players and your coaching staff to – uh, of maintaining, you kind of alluded to that a little bit, that despite those, you were still able to get the job done for the most part in many of those instances. You didn't let it bother yeah. you, and it could have in a big moment, in a big game like this, oh, that could have derailed your momentum, but you guys kept plugging oh, along, and, and that's something to be proud of. And I think and I think that's a testament to how our offense has uh, evolved. Uh, last year, we were more of a running offense, didn't have a great ability to pass, so if we'd have got behind the chains that much, it would have been we'd have been in trouble. But now, you know, as Destin has progressed, as our passing game has progressed, we can get that 15 yards. We can get that 12 or 10 yards, you know, those kind of gains uh, as our passing game got better. And we knew and we knew we had to work on that from last year at Cookville. That's one thing we said. We said, 
you know, we ran the ball okay, you know, in, in the second, third, and fourth rounds, but we needed to get over. In order for us to get over the hump, we had our passing game had to get better. And I think we learned from that as a coaching staff, the players, we harped on it all year. So I think, uh, you know, as a team, we got better in that for those instances. Wes? Well, I was going to say, first of all, congratulations, Coach Coleman. Thank I you. thought, you know, I'm so proud of you guys. And you could tell uh, – that you guys being there the year before, it, it showed big time, tremendously. You kids, you could see it on, on TV. You could see that, the, you know, I think, you know, the first time you go, kind of like when Central went in 09, the kids are like starstruck. Yes. Because it's a big stage. Yeah. But, you know, you mentioned uh, the Beach game and you mentioned the Henry County game. I mean, those were huge games, and, and yes. you guys did what you needed to do. And I'm going to be honest with you, uh, watching the game, I'm glad you did fire off because I was yelling at the TV. <laughs> they're, they're, cutting their, they're cutting their guards, yeah. and that's illegal. Yeah. And, yeah. and for you to not – I mean, I thought you did an outstanding job by not blowing – I thought you was going to rip your hat off about <laughs> 15 times, but you didn't. <laughs> well, so, you kind of know the cameras are on, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, but that helps out, I think, a lot. Uh, you know – yeah, I, I thought it was awesome, and and I what was the mindset? I mean, because it's hard being there, and you knew deep down. And I mean, you never want to take things for granted, but I think you could realize real quick your game plan was going to be awesome after the first quarter because they couldn't stop Destin, right? Right, and and your defense was spot on, man. They, they, defense did, yeah. Defense they, did they, great. Yeah. They did. You, they couldn't piss a drop. Yeah. You know, as we say in football, they couldn't. And yeah. when you when you shut that down, it was like I know you were smiling inside because really <laughs> you could have done anything you wanted to. Yeah, and you know, offensively we knew that they were going to go zero man and take a lot of chances on blitzes. So uh, practice it all week, offensive line, you know, picking it up, back picking up the blitzes and beating man pressure, beating man man coverage with some routes and and brady did that really really well uh king had a good had a good route there too uh they didn't have a safety in the middle so what we're doing is we're just kind of giving a move and, and running some skinny post routes in the middle of the field and just kind of running away from that from that defender so uh you know alpha play action stuff like that so uh, we knew that was going to work for us just giving Destin enough time to see that and give him enough time to throw it uh it did break down a little while they they really took some chances about the second quarter uh, they were really taking big chances, so we fixed that up and shored that up uh, in the second quarter in order to go to the second half. We didn't score much in the second half. We kind of got conservative, just want to, you know, protect the football and, and run that, keep that clock running. And Destin was r- playing a lot of defense, too, at corner, so uh, I didn't want to, you know, run him all the time. So we were using other people, sh- throwing short stuff and, uh, you know, taking a couple shots down the middle. Uh, and defense, man, they just did a great job. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach Melton had a great plan. We we kind of went to a little nickel defense with a three-man front because they had been so good at passing the short stuff, the little dink and dunk stuff. So, uh, you know, we got them, gave them a little underneath shell three deep and, you know, mm-hmm. to, to alleviate those passes. Well, then I think they started to, to believe, like, oh, they're counting the box. So we, we, we should be able to run the ball. Well, they weren't. They couldn't run the ball. And that's the defensive line. That's those front five guys there that were that were stopping the run so much. Uh, of course, when you got – you got Jolly on one side and Keaton on the other. There's a lot of special things that you can do as a defense coordinator to uh, to camouflage some things and and to get those two athletes to to make some plays. And like I said, Coach Melton, the defensive staff, man, they had a great game plan. The kids executed greatly. And I want to say this, and I'll let the other guys ask you questions. But I I, I think you know 
I apologize for the TV uh, announcer. He didn't even give you a chance to enjoy the state championship because he's like, well, you are moving to 6A. I'd, I'd have said, hey, buddy, let us enjoy this first before you try to move us on. Cause, yeah, we we felt that a little bit already. Yeah, that's, and that's fine. Uh, somebody today asked me, uh, so are you ready to go for next year? Do you have the motivation for next year? And I said, absolutely, we have the motivation for next year. I mean, that happened the, the, the night of the game, the day after, the morning after the game, you know. Oh, now they want it, but now they're going with the big boys, which, which is true. I mean, there's going to be guess great what? competition. Yeah. I mean, great coaches, great teams in 6A. It's going to be a great region. Uh, yeah, let us enjoy it for about a month, and we will. I mean, that's a great. I mean, that's that's good for us. I mean, that's a challenge yeah. for us next year. We're we're happy about that. Excited to get our get our blood boiling a little bit in, in preseason and, and something to work towards for sure. But see, you know, and it, what, the reason I say it was unfair because it caught you off guard because, like you said. You're trying to enjoy and celebrate the <laughs> what, what's happened all year long, but you could yeah. have been quick witted and said, "Hey, buddy, we played six <laughs> A schools all year." Yeah, you, that's, yeah. you know, but we yeah we're kind of prepared for that. We we've always played Indy. Uh, you know, we of course we got beat by Franklin. So I mean, you know, just just you know, we've always we've always scrimmaged Centennial, Riverdale, those guys. So I mean, we've kind of prepared ourselves for that as a coaching staff, just to kind of give the guys a taste of of what you're getting into. Uh, you know, it's going to be exciting, and, and, and I, 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 don't, I don't want to say we're going to do great because it's some great teams, but we're going to give it our best shot for sure. Well, you, you go relax. And about, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I, I'll never forget after we won it in 2010, you know, it, the realization don't hit until about a month after, and you go, my gosh, we just coached 15 <laughs> games. I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, so true. go go kick back and enjoy, and congratulations <laughs> to you, Thank Coach. You, Coach. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Brian Coleman, our guest here on TriStar Sports Live, presented by Parks Motor Sales, state champion. Uh, of course, Friday night, 28-7 win over Oak Ridge. Coming up in just a little bit after our conversation with Coach Coleman, uh, we've got the highlights from that game that we will play. Uh, let Coach here and uh, you Summit fans that are out there tuning in as well. Uh, Coach, I'm, I'm curious, how valuable is Brady Pierce to this team? What what a game he had Friday oh, man. night. What a, great, what a game he had. I mean, and I've told everybody this, he's just a hard-nosed, he is a football player. He is just a hard-nosed kid. He understands the game. I mean, defensively, offensively, special teams. He was, he's our punter, and we downed one inside the two, I think. Uh, and he and he's our punt returner. He, he made some fair catches. that kept us, you know, good field position. Uh, safety on our defense, Coach Melton's right-hand man. He gets everybody in position, especially the secondary. And offensively, you know, like I told, like I told Coach Duncan, we were working on some routes for him to free up because we knew, we felt like that their man-to-man coverage couldn't cover Brady within that slot. Uh, and he made them, he made, he did a great job, made ran great routes. And his first catch, right, that put us inside the five, was actually a pass interference. He just made a beautiful catch. I mean, so uh, just a football player, you know, nose all bloody, he's got the tape over his nose, just old school. You just love to see it. Well, not only is he old school and gritty, he is heady as well. You mentioned uh, Coach Melton's right-hand man. And earlier in the week um, when we were able to sit down with uh, with him and Jolly and, and the Wade brothers, oh, yeah. Matt Rogers asked him, <laughs> asked the four of them, you know, who's the smartest of the four of you? And immediately they all went to Brady Pierce. So uh, that's Out a rare – Out of those four, uh, absolutely yeah. Brady. <laughs> no doubt. I love those kids, yes, but it's absolutely Brady. <laughs> we had a good time with that. I'll, 
I'll uh, I'll share that with you. Um, you've got some really good kids uh, on your football team, and that goes a long way. Uh, of course, uh, you know Destin and Keaton get a lot of the pub. Uh, we talked about Brady, uh, but you know I'm I'm curious. Uh, all there's a lot of pressure, I imagine, on on Destin and Keaton to to perform yeah. and to lead this team uh, because of all that notoriety. Uh, they appear to be handling it awfully well and are just about as down to earth as you can imagine for for they such are, stellar it's, athletes. It's it's awesome to see. It's awesome to be around them. I mean, it's, there's nothing too big for them, and they just. I mean, they're not full of themselves. They very well could be. I mean, it's just great. It, one of the best things that for, for for us to see when Destin got named MVP, he went out and got his plaque, and when he brought it back, the kids just surrounded and mobbed him. You know what I mean? It's like it's like he had the championship trophy in his hand, and they were mobbing him. Uh, it's just great to see. And 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 Destin went through this whole year without his brother. I mean, he expects to him to be right there with him all year uh, on the field, and he wasn't. So I mean, that's added pressure on him. And man, he's handling it great. Uh, just. Oh man, he's just, he just, he just got to love the kid. He's just, uh, you know, he, he deserves everything. Uh, and he'll give praise to his teammates. Uh, he's the first one to thank the offensive line. He, I mean, he's not a vocal leader, but just his actions and just the way he handles himself, just the way the kids love him. They want to play hard for him. They want to block for him. So it's just awesome to see. What was your message in the locker room after the game? Uh, I'm just so, I'm just, I, the word's proud. I'm just so proud of him, man. It's just, it's just so happy for them uh, that they, you know, we coach them hard, uh, always have, uh, probably always will. But to get them to see, you know, the fruits of their labor, I guess is what you can say. And, and just you just want to see them happy. You just want to see that, that smile on their face after the game. So uh, it was just, just proud of them. Just thank you for, for all your hard work. I hope you, 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 know, hope you enjoy this time. Enjoy it. Uh, you know, uh, just so proud of them. Coach Brian Coleman uh, joining us here on TSL, presented by Parks Motor Sales. Uh, the next uh, couple of days, the next week, the next month, uh, how do you handle that with this team looking ahead? Because uh, so many of them are going to be back. Uh, so so some of them obviously are going to move on, I think, to play basketball. But what's your what's your approach over the next uh, uh, few days and, and weeks to come? Just enjoy it. we got – we have ring sizing going on Friday, so what, what's, uh, what's better than that? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, picking out some rings, uh, ring sizing, you know, just, just just loving on them and letting them enjoy it. Uh, you know, they, they deserve this. They deserve for people to congratulate them and everybody just be happy for them. So, uh, you know, just kind of soak it all in. We'll we'll talk to them. Just enjoy your time. I mean, don't think about – we're not, we're not going to start till you know, in January, lift weights and stuff like that. So, uh you know, at least enjoy this week. Basketball players go do your thing. You know, take a week off or so, and then start basketball. But just, just, just please enjoy it. It's, I mean, this is a great time of their lives. Uh, you know, you'll look back on it and, and think about it for sure when when they're our age. I'm sure. So, uh, you know, uh, just just so happy for them, just so proud for them, and I just want them to soak it all in. Um, who do you have the final say so on what goes on the ring? I uh, maybe. Maybe, what, maybe. What, what's the one thing that you have to have on that ring? Have you thought about uh, the that? Word I've used, the, word, the word I've used is colossal. I just want it huge. I want to be <laughs> You want a little bling, yeah. huh? Bigger the better, baby. 
<laughs> That's the word everybody's having. I said, just colossal. Just colossal. big. So, uh... colossal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's right. Hey, these things don't come around every day. So when That's when right, uh, right. when you get it, take advantage. Hey, Coach Coleman, we <laughs> greatly appreciate all your time. You've been so gracious with it all season long and um, and, and a lot of fun, too. And uh, we, we were thrilled to be a part of this journey this year here at WKOM and TriStar Sports Radio. We greatly appreciate uh, all you've done. Uh, best of luck, and it's going to be a lot of fun Thank to follow you guys uh, as um, as you move up to that uh, um, that new region next year and uh, all the rivals. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we greatly appreciate it, Coach Coleman. And we we appreciate you all and you know bringing us on this year. And uh, I mean, you may out and maybe y'all were the good luck charm for us. So uh, <laughs> like I said, I, we appreciate Mike Epley. We appreciate Matt Rogers. They did an excellent job. You know, very. Very thorough, we'll say that, right? So, uh, right. Uh, just, <laughs> just, uh, just really, really appreciate y'all, and thank you for everything y'all done for these young men. All right, now you're gonna get your Wednesday nights back, though. That's so, right. Man. Yeah, yeah. they go. I got my hour back in my life. <laughs> <on Wednesday. laughs> you enjoy your dinner now, though. No. Hey, uh, uh, hop, hop on radio and tune in. We're gonna play this highlight package so you can sit back and listen on uh, on how that went. Uh, Coach Coleman, we greatly appreciate it, it buddy. All right, uh, stay with us. Uh, We will play that, and when we come back, uh, we've got a little more Creech time, a couple of things happening at Columbia Central, so stay with us. But first, we want to play you uh, how it all sounded, the highlights from the Blue Cross Bowl 5A State Championship Game Summit 28, Oak Ridge 7. As we are underway here at Tennessee Tech, you can feel it in the air, Epley. 41-yard line of Oak Ridge. Destin Wade will look left. He's got all day. He's going deep. He's got coverage, and it's a flag on the play, but Brandon Pierce caught another one at the three. You need two yards, Summit fans, to take the lead at the Blue Crossbow. Destin Wade, Destin Wade, Destin Wade scores. The snap, they're going to bring Keaton back in coverage. Pressure outside. Caleb Jolly makes a big hit again to two. Unbelievable. The human spark plug, Caleb Jolly. This guy makes me want to go from announcing football to WWE. Wade's going to keep it. Wade fakes one, eludes two. Wade goes through three. Wade's down for four. Wade is ridden out of bounds at the 12. That is just clowning right there. I don't know if you saw that or not, Emily. Wade's going to throw it across the middle. Touchdown! Touchdown, Summit. Get up off your couch and cheer, because Summit now leads 13-0, and who caught it? Number 13, Brady Pierce. Wade in the gun. King off the right hip. Wade's going to roll White. Wade cuts back in. Wade's got it! And Wade catapults his team to a 20-0 lead here at Tucker Stadium. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. They've caught a personal foul on Wade, maybe two encroachment. And 131, and here we finally go with five wide receivers. It's been about five minutes. Got all day to the back of the end zone, and it's a touchdown to the left pylon. Destin Wade's going to go in the shotgun and bring Pierce across, and he's going to fumble. The ball's on the ground, and it's picked up by Oak Ridge at the 50-yard line. And a big turnover as Oak Ridge will have it at midfield. Three down lineman, shotgun formation. And Trey Hunter makes the play in the backfield for a loss of three. Who's there when you always need him for a big play? Trey Hunter, number four, the big dog. 
couldn't come up with a bigger sack at a better time. It's going to be up to Wade. Wade in the shotgun. Wade's going to throw it across the middle. Pierce has got it in the middle, and he's down at the 29. Yeah, and that's Brady Pierce. Again, single coverage. They're playing off of him, and that's just a nice deep post. Wide open in the middle for a first down and then some. And again, Epley, the passing game is there. Let's take it. Let's have some fun. And now we're knock, knock, knocking on a bridge down wall. 51 seconds, 21 sevens to score. This third quarter has taken a long time. Whoa, and a bullet kicked down the left side and it's gonna what go out fuck? of bounds at the two and a half yard line. Thank you, Brady Pierce. 11-15 left in the game. Still in the shotgun, pistol formation. It will be Oak Ridge, gonna try to throw it across the middle. Intercepted, intercepted across the middle. And he's got a convoy of blockers. He's gonna head to the right pylon. It's Brady Pierce. <laughs> Tady. Mr. Consistency, Mr. Clutch. Brady Pierce, the best friend of Wade, comes up with a game-winning, dare I say, interception. This crowd's going completely crazy. Oak Ridge fans are pretty much ready to warm the car up and go back to East Tennessee. Could not have come at a better time for babyface Brady Pierce. Victory formation, 28-7. Listen to the crowd. Congratulations to the Summit Spartans bringing home their first state title in school history. And Summit Spartans, you are now champions for the rest of your life. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. CSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. Welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody, by the way. Uh, it is nine minutes shy of the top of the hour. And uh, what a weekend. Blue Cross Bowl up in Cookville. Um, congrats to all the winners. Thursday, kicked off Thursday morning at 11. Um, CPA got the win there against uh, Lipscomb Academy. Uh, and it just rolled on from there. Davidson Academy with a big win. McCauley with a huge win uh, Thursday night. And then uh, Division One on Friday. And uh, the early game, uh, which was the 3A game of Milan and Alcoa. And Alcoa once again uh, with uh, the championship there as they defeat Milan handily. And then it was Fayetteville City with a win over South Pitt, uh, perhaps a mild upset in the uh, 1A game. And then the 5A game, of course, Friday night, Summit over Oak Ridge, 28-7. And then into Saturday, it was Elizabethan, the 4A champs, 
as they defeated Haywood, the 2A game. It was Trenton Peabody over Meigs County. And then, of course, Oakland, uh, the machine, as they are being referred to, and they are a machine. What a win uh, for the Oakland Patriots. And uh, they, like Summit, um, have uh, got a bulk of those players that are going to be coming back. So uh, a lot of good football up in Cookville over the weekend. Great job, TSSAA. Of uh, as always, of, of putting on a great championship week, and especially with all the regulations, um, and uh, and they were they they were pretty tight on what they were doing, uh, but fair, and it was uh, I thought it it, it ran well, and uh, we were glad to be a part of it for sure. JP Plan alongside uh, the Creech Man, uh, that would be Kevin Creech, uh, Columbia Central AD. I get new nicknames every time. Um, yep, and uh, we've got a couple things to talk about before we wrap up, and uh, I'll let you go in whatever order you wish to go in. So the mic is yours because I know you got a couple things you need to yes. let folks know about. Yes, uh, we'll get the boring stuff done okay. first. New right. COVID regulations. Um, it, it's going to help athletics tremendously, um, and, and it's from the the CDC. So we're, we're not making this up as we go. We're getting directive, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. But uh, for those people that have been uh, in contact with someone with COVID, not a household, but let's say you're sitting in class, the person next to you is tested positive, just didn't know it, blah blah blah. Um, after ten days, um, without Testing, if a contact does, uh, hold on, they can come back after 10 days, okay, instead of okay. 14, or after seven days with no symptoms and a negative test. So on the eighth day, they can come back, which is a big deal. I mean, if you're talking about kids having to be out for a prolonged period of time, and uh, it was kind of, for football, it was almost a death sentence. It was like 14 days. You're like, mm-hmm. no, that's two yeah. games. You're out. Uh, but with, with this coming back, no symptoms, it can be 10 days or seven days, with a negative test result, come back on that eighth day. So th- those are good things. I mean, it's the, the ugly news, but it's the good news, honestly, too, for, for athletics and students coming back to school. That's what we want to make sure we do. And I don't know what moved the CDC to do this. I'm glad they did. Um, and we're going to take full advantage of it, make sure we're following the rules and doing our pro- following protocols. But I know this does affect several people in the county and the school systems in a good way. So they're thinking, man, instead of 14 days, now I come back to work after seven in a test, get back on the eighth. This, this will be a good thing because people don't want to sit. As much as we always say we want to sit for two weeks, and <laughs> you don't want to sit for two weeks. No, no. You really don't. No. Um, uh, so. Can people find this uh, the new guidelines somewhere online? Uh, uh, I, I hate – I hate to say I'm not 100%. I know that uh, this, this came is from new. Murray County Schools. Yeah. This is new. This came out the other day, and I'm sure Murray County Schools has got it on their website. Yeah. And I apologize Coaches and them. teachers, administrators all know, and, and so if, yeah, if so anybody's we'll questionable, you'll, you'll get the proper. And trust um, me, Nurse Brooks down at Columbia Central, she, yeah. she, she knows it. Yeah, she knows it. So if there's any questions, we always go, Brooks, and she goes, you, yeah. you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so. Yes, no, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and the other thing uh, – Something that I've started with a student with. Um, I, have, I have a student work through work-based learning. Uh, it's a class for her, but I get the benefit of having someone come into my classroom and just kind of have them do small projects for me. And the, the project we're doing right now is an online publication for Columbia Central Athletics. Uh, we opened up the naming rights to the public. We did a, a, a poll through an online um, Poll, poll yeah. system. Sorry, word left me. Right. It's a poll. And it's a poll. Yeah. And uh, out of four four names that we we had put out there, the one that came back as the overall winner, just tr- massive 
massive support for it was the Roar. Okay. Just like a lion's roar, the yeah. roar. So we're, we're, it's named the roar. Um, we're going to have information about, it's going to be a January and a July publication. Okay. All online. Um, the January one's going to be a little bit smaller than the July one, but it's going to be a preview for the spring sports, all the spring sports. It's going to have uh, some stories about male and female athletes during those spring sports. So I'm going to be getting with coaches here soon talking about, hey, who should we highlight in this? Can I talk to them for a minute, have a little blurb about them? And then it's going to have a story uh, highlighting the career success. He doesn't even know it yet, but he's going to find out if he's listening tonight of uh, our baseball coach, John Mark Pickle. He's coming up on 500 career wins. Wow, yeah. And that's not something to shy away from. That's not something to uh, just kind of let go by the wayside. As much as he'd like us to do yeah. that, uh, <laughs> we are definitely going to highlight that. So it'll be like pulling teeth, but I'm going to be contacting some people in the community that have been worked with him for a long time to get some quotes. And uh, this is going to be student-run for the most part with, nice. with our guidance in the athletic department. But, yeah, it's going to be student-run. And uh, the Ju- June one will be bigger. It'll be a preview, obviously, of the fall. Uh, basketball will actually fall into the spring uh, edition. So we made that decision just to say, hey, you know what, basketball, we're going to conclude you on this spring one. And we're looking forward to it. I'm very excited about it. Uh, the, the student worker, Claire Elkins, she's doing a great job with laying it out. She's learning some uh, software design. And at first her eyes were very big, but I think she's getting the hang of it. So I'm, I'm happy for her for that. But, yeah, it's going to be student-driven, and I look forward to having that out every six months for, the, for our – Avid fans. There you go. That's uh, it's going to be exciting, and I know more information uh, to come down uh, the pipe soon. Speaking of getting information out on a semi-regular basis, starting in January, um, and we've only got about nine seconds left. And and Wes, you're still on here, by the way. You, you may appreciate this. Uh, there's going to be a new show all about Columbia Central uh, athletics, and uh, we don't have a name for it, but we do have a host. It's this man right here, Kevin Creech. Why wouldn't we call this Creech time? Preach time. Well, as much hey, look, as much as I love that, it is not about me. It is not about me. I don't mind, JP, when you say it here. I've gotten used to it. Wes knows that, but I am not the one to just say, hey, look at me. I am the one to say, look at us. So that's why we can't do Creech time. Now, there might be a special segment where I give my two thoughts. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It's not deep thoughts. It's just. Yeah, that's right. Wes, what you got? I've got a great name for the show. We'll okay. call it the Lions. The Lions Den would preach. Oh. I, I, hey, Wes, that I like the that. Lions Den. I, I we like can it. work with that. Yeah. I think every time he has a guest, step into the Lions Den. Step now you're getting into my the left Lions brain thinking. Den. Yeah, yeah, the Lions Den, where the questions are so tough. No, yes. All right. Oh, you get fed to the Lions. Fed to the Lions well, Den. Well, the Lions Den uh, for right now will start right after the first of the year. We're looking at uh, the first first full week of January of recording. Uh, it'll be aired here, and it'll be aired probably on Saturday as well. Re-aired. There you go. Uh, so look forward to that uh, coming up in uh, January. A brand new show, a weekly show all about Columbia Central Athletics. going to be fun. I don't hey, know why JP, I'm talking to Staccato. Yeah. What you got, Wes? I, I just want to tell you thank you, uh, you know, for – for your, you know, production of this weekend at this, you know, at state championship, Blues Cross Blow, that was fantastic. Thank you for letting all the people listen and bringing that live to us. You've done, and for what you've done for Friday night, the shows on Friday night, well, the scoreboard and everything, yeah, you've done a great job, man. And I don't think you get told that enough. Well, thank you, Wes. It, it certainly takes a village. Um, 
Uh, you see, I can be nice to you, so I reciprocate that. that sometime. Yeah, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, we love I'm you, kidding. Wes Duncan. <laughs> All right, that's a, I'm, I think I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah. There you Ooh. go. Yeah, uh-huh. All talk right. to you later. All right, thanks for tuning in. TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. We'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, until then, I'm JP for Crete for Wes. Thank you so much for tuning in, and um, take care of one another. Wash your hands, folks. Wear a mask if you can. Socially distance. All that. All that good stuff. It's winter. Just take care of one another. It's simple. Take care of one another. All right. However, whatever that looks like, take care of one another. Share the love. Share the love like you just won a state championship, all right? But do so socially distanced in the proper manner with people you don't know, all right? Don't get crazy on me. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 with Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Until then, have a great night, everybody. You